Good morning, everyone. And let me see how we get on. Okay. Hi, good morning, everyone. This is Adrian. And together with Yen. Hi, Yen. How are you today? Good morning. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Wow. No, so good to be back on uh, air again. And once again, no. for those of you. <laughs> no. It's uh, for those of you who just joined us. Hi, my name is Adrian, and I'm the CEO and founder of Creativity International. And uh, together with me is Yen, Yen, our executive director and super coach. Yen, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hey, Happy Friday. Yet? I am on my first cup, but I've got another <laughs> cup waiting on standby. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's how many cups of do of coffee do you do a day? Yen? About two. It's not so bad. Okay. I am in control. Thank okay. you for your concern. Okay. <laughs> so the, for those of you who may not be familiar with us, uh, we are the co-founders of Career Agility International. And together we help executives like yourself to find more meaningful careers, you know, to get more career clarity so that you can enjoy your careers even as you're enjoying your life even more than your career. I I um we need to we need to work on that tagline. Uh, you know I, I strongly, I strongly believe in finding an easy way to manage the career so that we can have more mind space and more time for the things that do really matter, like our leisure time. Oh yes, and our family <laughs> time and everything else. And leisure but, you know, time. Uh, it, it, it's really lovely to have uh, such a nice following uh, on on LinkedIn and on uh, YouTube, uh, sales, sales on Facebook. Uh, and it's really exciting uh, to be sharing ideas with you every day on how you can make your careers better. And also for those of us who are watching us on LinkedIn, if you want to watch previous episodes, we are available on Spotify as well. You just need to go click on, go search on the career strategists. And there we are. We have four, no, sorry. We have five seasons now. We have close to 60, uh, 50, 55 episodes uploaded already. That's Amazing, a lot. That's a lot. So I told my kids if it once once I'm dead and gone, they can listen to my nagging on Spotify. Oh, <laughs> just my voice know, will just keep playing. I know, no, no, you know, <laughs> it not it not reminds me of it reminds me of Superman's fortress of solitude where his dad you no know, puts all the puts all the, all the information for him on. So they really don't when your kids need career advice, they just need to go back on and go, oh, what did mom actually say about this? <laughs> what did Uncle Adrian say about that? Oh, wow. she, she never really told us the whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny, right? Uh, but yeah. today we are going to talk about, are you seeing the big picture? Today's topic is going to be about, you know, what is, what is your career, uh, where's your career heading towards? Are you planning for the right thing? And mm. is it making sense? Uh, yeah. And, and that's why, a lot of people, when they plan for the, some people don't even plan their careers. No, they don't. And they tend to react rather than respond. So mm. to react would be like, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a trigger and then they go, okay, I need to get a job. Right, what do I need to do? I need to write a resume. Um, yeah. And too many individuals whom I've, I personally have met would just overly focus on their resume. They go, I yeah. need a good resume. Just help me write a damn good one. Your resume and, will lend you a job. And it will be fine. And I want it specifically like so whatever. And then they'll tell me what to do. And I'll go, yeah, you're not seeing the big picture here. You're missing the forest for the trees. And that's why today we're going to ask you a question. Are you seeing the big picture? And you know, one of the one of the biggest problems we encounter whenever we talk to our clients uh, for the first time is that they and they have this 
issue of having a tunnel vision with respect to whether they are a job seeker, whether they are a career accelerator, or whether they're just trying to figure out the next steps. Yeah. They always have this tunnel vision. What do you mean by that? Sometimes it's not just a tunnel. A tunnel means that they're focused on just one thing, one aspect, one element. But sometimes it's a very shallow tunnel. It's a very short-term <laughs> tunnel. And they go, okay, I just need a job, any job. It's just a hole and, in the wall. And tunnel. they think, and then when offers do come, sometimes they do, they'll go, ew, no, no, this is not what I wanted. But hey, if that's the message you were projecting, what do you think is going to come in? Yeah. So the tunnel needs it, it's it's dangerous, especially if it's a it's just the tunnel and you're overly focused on say just a resume, or mm. just your LinkedIn, or there are individuals who would play the bureaucratic game very well and they're just majoring in stakeholder management, thinking mm. that once they manage their stakeholders, they will get the promotion. It's not so straightforward. Not so straightforward, right? Yeah. So, so uh, this is a line which my ex-boss uh, Lindsay always says: "Why are you majoring in minors? Don't look at the small things. Look at the big picture. Take a step back." So, what what are what are some of the minors that people are uh, <laughs> narrowly narrowly uh, focusing on? There, there are so many. Um, most of the time, it's resumes. That's why it's number one on this list. <laughs> yeah. Um, when when people think that they just need to get one resume done and they're good. Uh, tell you a secret, all the listeners out there, you're going to mm-hmm. have multiple versions with every um, every time you submit a resume, it's going to look a little bit different. So you've got to manage that positioning. Um, I've seen far too many resumes that just look like fact sheets. You know, when you go to the, to the electronics, <laughs> like specs, like right? You specs. go to the electronics store and every laptop has got a one, one pager with all yeah. the specs. Um, If resumes look like that's not good enough, you know, you've got to have a lot more of that positioning statement, a lot more of the benefit statements. Um, If if this is um, new to you as a listener, come talk to us because the resume is not as straightforward as it sounds. But it's Mm. not that hard. Again, for today's topic, I just want to caution against just over-focusing on the resume. Yeah, and uh, I know this is one point where we quite differ quite a fair bit. And uh, because you're the resume wordsmith, uh, I am the guy with zero attention span. And I always say that, you know, people, HR managers don't read your resume in detail. They just see the top line stuff. They don't bother to to look what exactly words are tiny words mm. in there. I know we always disagree with this since... since, we're, since we're, like, we're gonna it, we're going to still keep arguing. Um, yeah. Getting in the door is a different game. You don't really need a resume to open the door. But the resume is necessary to win over the others within the organization who are also going to have a say in whether or not they want to meet with you. Mm. Um, But the resume and the LinkedIn go hand in hand. So you cannot just play the LinkedIn game and not have a decent resume. Or or worse, a crappy one. Or you can have a really good resume and zero presence on LinkedIn. Or worse, an incongruent messaging. Yeah. Um, where you say one thing on your resume and you say something else on your LinkedIn. That's really dangerous. Doesn't, yeah. So that's where that's where it gets tricky. Uh, and that's why if you're looking at things in isolation, if you're majoring in the minors, if you're just focusing on resumes alone, well, congratulations if you do get an interview because uh you're not fo- you're not you're not strategizing for the interview itself. Then uh, once again, you're getting the leads, you're not closing them. That's another issue as well. And that's why we are saying that uh, you cannot have that tunnel vision problem. And, and it becomes unhealthy if you just focus on one alone. And, and uh, again, why is it some people just focus on one? 
I, I don't know. Maybe that's the way things were back in the day. Um, I don't know if you remember a time when all we needed was a resume because LinkedIn did not exist. Yeah. Um, interviews were easy because we were young. And as a younger, <laughs> as a younger executive, it's less, I guess, the, 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 yeah, the, 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 the obstacles are not so high and not so complex. Yeah. Um, conversations are straightforward because it's a matter of whether or not yeah. you would show up for, <laughs> as a young and, executive, and that's the, what they're looking yeah, for. Somebody and then the standard questions they ask you is like, where do you see yourself in five years time? Uh, kind of standard out questions, but it, the questions get more complex the more senior you become and they become more meaningful. There are, question, there are questions behind the questions which you need to decode. It's not that's just the questions, the, right? It's a conversation. Yeah. Um, but as a, as a younger ex- executive and you're looking mm. to um, going to your first or second job, um, mm-hmm. it's not too, it's not too difficult. I mean, yeah. barrier to entry is very low. Yeah. Um, but again, I guess what we're talking about here is why is it unhealthy to focus on these items in isolation? Number mm. one, I think it's incongruent sometimes. Uh, I think that's huge because if I'm a recruiter and I'm going to look at your social media, not just LinkedIn, yeah. and I see something that immediately you know, red flags. Yeah. I think that would be very concerning. It's a, yeah. it's a huge warning. Uh. So uh, th- that's why you have to have a very holistic view on all the aspects of your career. And that's why we always say, you know, career success is like living a healthy lifestyle. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So so when you think about, you're, you're asking me all the questions today. I'm why asking you the questions today. So yes, because uh, so, you are the one with the coffee. I haven't had my coffee yet. So. If, if you think about um, how, we, how we are looking to manage our, our lifestyle, yeah. um, as we get on in years, things are starting to fall apart, right? So <laughs> we, have, we, have to, we, have to be, we have to eat healthy. That's one. So mm-hmm. let's say we're cutting out carbs and we're putting in more vegetables. But guess what? We're not exercising. So looking after our health with items in isolation, we fix the diet, but we don't exercise. That's oh. not going to work. Or if we, had, if we get a personal trainer, but we eat oily fried foods every day, all day, every day, and we don't drink enough water, that's not healthy either. Yeah. So it, 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 it's a, what do you call it? An ecosystem? No, it's all connected. It's a, it's a, it's a holistic it's a, strategy. To correct. Right? Yeah. So... So you're right. And even if you do get a gym instructor, even if you do hit the gym, and, and if you just do weights alone, uh, but you don't focus on your flexibility cardio. or your yeah. cardio, something's going to give, you know. So, so uh, Eventually, gym, something will my, give. My fitness instructor told me, because I'm, I'm the least flexible guy around, you know, you know, I always complain whenever I got to bend down and unlock the, the office door, right? I'm the one yes. that's morning and groaning. <laughs> you always pass me the key. Yeah. Because once once because, we, the, the, the office door lock to our listeners out there, it's at the, it's, it's at floor level. Right at the bottom. Why it's a, it's like a horrible design, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So I always hand yeah, the key because I cannot bend over and I'm the least flexible guy around. So so my gym instructor used to say, you know, my fitness instructor used to say, no point being strong if you're if you are not flexible because you're gonna tear a ligament. Mm. Yeah, or a, a muscle. Or a muscle. Something, or something's tendon. gonna break. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. why we need to have a very holistic uh, in fact, interestingly what he says this if your muscles are too strong and yes. your ligaments and your and your tendons cannot support it, that's even worse. It's so, worse, you know, if, yes. if, if you focus so much on your CV and your resume, you know, and you do so nicely, uh, or you focus so much on, on the interview and you score so well for the interview, when you land the job, 
Ooh. Oh, <laughs> the brown stuff will hit. The brown stuff will hit the fan. We yeah. we have seen cases where um, an individual got the job because they sell themselves so well, but mm. but it all comes out in the wash, doesn't it? Um, yeah, you know, six months yeah. later they're on the job hunt again because they're not yeah. things are not working out. Yeah. Um, I just want to add one more thing about the healthy lifestyle. It's not mm. just the physicality. It's not just the consuming healthy food or nutrition. Um, it's not just about your vitamins. It's not just about water. It's also about your mental well-being. So the 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 thing about um, our health is that it's a complex system, yeah. and it's a really good analogy for our careers as well. So there are many mm. facets to it. There are many elements to it. Yeah, and that's why today we want to give you some uh, ideas, and what can you do about it? See, so the whole the whole. Thrust of today's talk is this: Don't look at things in isolation. See the big picture. You know, take a thirty thousand, fifty thousand uh, feet view on what the landscape is like, rather than just majoring on a minus. Okay, yeah. see the big picture and see the big that? picture, but don't stay there. So yeah. there are there are individuals who also stay very the lofty. Picture, they don't go and, down to the and then there's no action. And that's a problem as well. So it's like, yeah, it's all this intention. I will cycle tomorrow. I will go jogging tomorrow. Um, yes, I need to drink more water. And then, <laughs> and then you don't drink any water. <laughs> so, so see the big picture, but don't stay there. Actually, too long. actually, I agree. I agree with uh, what you just said about uh, uh, you know having a good balance about everything. Because uh, you know, I'm a cyclist. I cycle. And mm-hmm. my legs are strong and everything, but uh, the other day I was trying to move stuff in my mom's place, and I found that my arms were like totally weak. I couldn't lift stuff up. So it's like, <laughs> hey, uh, oh no, oh, that's funny. So, so, so it's terrible. So, I got no upper body strength at all. You're so like you're I, like reverse Popeye. I reverse Popeye. <laughs> so I, I don't know if anyone even knows who Popeye is anymore. Yeah, I know that's a boomer, right? So. Uh, what so what do we look okay. out for? One of the first things to look out for is your career strategy. Okay, yes. uh, you have to focus on the overall picture. Where is your career heading? You know what? Uh, where do you want to go to? Where have you been? Are you able to create your career story and your narrative? Uh, when you sit down and have a conversation with the people whom you want to work with, yeah, this is every uh, everyone thinks yeah. that the career strategy is just a plan. It isn't just a plan. It it no, consists no. of um, a lot, a ton of research as well. Yes. Uh, and and there's a structure to it because mm-hmm. inside this three words, your career strategy or two mm-hmm. words, career strategy, are are are. I'm looking at the slide. The slide says yeah. your career strategy. Yeah. But I'm thinking. I'm thinking for our listeners who are not looking at the slides, right? So career strategy has got multiple elements, and it 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 it, it dives into um, many many facets as well, mm. um, so it's it's not just yeah. a straightforward plan. Yeah, uh, if you get your hands on a copy of our book, the uh, Great Career Paradox, okay, we highlight numerous uh, career strategies in there. You know? Do you want to accelerate? You need to talk about your career velocity. How fast you want to go? How slow you want to go? Uh, you need to talk about your career direction. You need to talk about your your skills focus. You need to talk about mm. your your which quadrant you want to move into. So uh, there are very very technical uh, terms with regards to your career strategy, which you need to figure out. And if you are too lazy to get a book, uh, well, you can always come <laughs> talk to us at our career clinic. We can give you a run through. You just need to email us at info at career career agility.org 
And uh, we'll be happy to sit down with you just for one session. Uh, you can book an appointment with us. We can have a discussion about your career strategy and whether or not your career strategy makes sense. Because sometimes you think you have a career strategy, but it's based on what you think it is. And uh, it always helps to have someone else, an expert, either Yen or myself, to, to stress test it. The word is stress test it. It's, a, it's, it's when you meet, well, when I last met um, a client for the first time, my question was, what do you want to do next? Where do you see your long-term career headed? Even though it sounds like a very simple question, um, the answer was, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and, and that's tough. Uh, and don't forget, you know, above and beyond everything that you just mentioned, Adrian, that, that fits into your career strategy, there's also the reflections on what you want more of, what's your superpower. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so much more than, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so a and lot not, more to it. And 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 in in addition to that, uh, you need to layer it. Or you need to layer your life strategy over it as well, just to make yeah. sure that it. So to give you an example, so yesterday, uh, I was talking to a a person uh, who's based in Hong Kong, and he was uh, thinking about uh, I don't look. He was he was thinking about looking at a new role, mm. and he didn't realize whether or not it was going to be in Singapore, or yeah. Hong Kong, uh, and and. He was making so many plans and everything else. But my big question is, where does your family want to be? Where is your family located? Have you spoken to your spouse about it? Uh, you know, in terms of education-wise, you have kids. So it's not just a career strategy, it's a life strategy too. Yeah, so and if your, kids are young, if your kids are young, maybe you don't want to travel 90% of the time. Yeah. Um, or you'll never see them. So there, there's a lot of um, a lot of considerations. A lot of yeah, a lot yeah. of moving parts. That's why your career strategy is one of the pieces which you need to consider uh, when you are looking at whether or not your career is going right. So uh, that's one of the things. The second things you need to look at is your skill. Now, let me ask you a question, Yen. How good, how good are you at threading a needle? Um, awful, awful, awful. But well, I used to be really good, but now I can't see. <laughs> well, uh, and I realized is... that even with the reading glasses. Um, there's a distance to the reading glasses that I have because it's intended for working on the laptop, not uh, intended for threading needles. I'm going to need a, okay. mic- a microscope for that. <laughs> for, me, for me, it isn't eyesight. For me, I just have very bad hand-eye coordination. <laughs> I take about 10 minutes to thread a needle. I can see it very clearly, okay? But it's like, yeah, miss, yeah, miss. And that's the problem because it is a skill involved. And I figured if I did it often enough, I actually would be good at it but why would i want to do practice well what you can what you can do is just go get one of those needle threaders oh yeah i know right and that's, it that's makes exactly life very easy so yeah. the skill here is the ability to identify tools to make the task easier yes <laughs> so so the next thing we're talking about now besides your career strategy which you need to look at are your skills what are your skills you know what what are the skills that you're good at what are the skills that you love uh are your skills in demand Okay, because yep. if your skills uh oh my number one skill is in is in uh, fixing uh, uh uh fax machines or or oh no my my fixing typewriters goodness I actually know someone who fixes typewriters as a hobby and I'm sure and I'm sure he will have a very unique artisan um, following yes people who like to you know um, yeah. uh, what was the word they they, they restore uh, ancient devices and then they put them in the museums. <laughs> Vintage, like ancient goodness. We're not talking right. about antiquira. We're not talking about a Greek antiquira mechanism where they discovered in the 
did see or no, I saw no, that. that I did. Yeah, I saw amazing, that. Right? I saw that with my own eyes. It's it's um it's amazing. Um yeah. <laughs> so okay. So anyway, it's it's all about uh, what are your skills? Are they still valid? And, and yes. One of the one of the hotter skills right now is uh, prompt engineering AI. of yes. AI. And yeah. uh, you know how do you talk to the machine? How do you make the machine understand you? How do you generate? Amazing photos or mid journey, and uh, yeah, and even even uh, you know skills like selling and everything. The old school skills like selling, these are still valid today, no matter what the context. Are. Yeah, the 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 thing about um, what what concerns a lot of our clients is how the market is shifting so rapidly in in their industries, um, and a lot of roles are now being made redundant because. Uh, artificial yeah. intelligence has taken over a lot IBM, of those IBM, IBM has uh, stopped hiring for any role that could be replaced yeah. by AI already. So that's it. Yeah, and and yesterday you were just playing with the uh, with the AI for for photographs, and oh, yeah. we were just creating a lot of fake um, people. They don't mm. exist, um, yeah. and they're they're just modeling, right? So now stock photos, <laughs> stock photo modeling is no longer um, a skill no longer a job and so yeah. we're thinking of if models are out of work what what are they going to do well they can go and be influencers i guess uh, probably more money as well so uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, that, that once again it's a skill right so it's a skill so yeah so the question is what are your, are your skills in five years time will your skills still be in demand and that's the big question we need to ask ourselves now are we still skilled up and for this question it's quite a tough question to ask ourselves because we need it's to really be very tough. very honest you know, it's a skill. Scary. Uh, I I always believe that one of the one of the evergreen skills that skills that you can have is sales, sales, sales. If you sales, if you can sell, sales, sales, <laughs> selling skills. Okay, uh, and because selling skills is basically influencing. Yes. Yeah. And if you, that's why I always I was always selling since I was a kid. I was a hustler. Okay. I was, yeah. So uh, it, it shows. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a, I, I'd like to complicate matters um, uh -huh. So for our listeners out there When we talk about skills mm -hmm. uh, One of the most often responses I get from our clients is You know when you ask What are your key skills? Project management Project management And the same, and the same to you Adrian When you say and I ask you So what are you really good at? I'm really good at selling But if I you mean, sell a car And you sell a, sell a watch Or you're selling an enterprise uh, software system it's a very different set of skills different, right? so again just to complicate matters for our listeners out there mm. um, identifying skills contextualizing mm -hmm. those skills mm -hmm. and then positioning them creating a narrative for them um, yes it's a, it's also a skill so come talk yes. to us if you need help in um, and a lot of times yeah, yeah, a lot of times you don't have the vocabulary. So for those of you who just joined us, you know, we are talking about how skills are important in terms of your career strategy because you may think you're great at sales, but sales itself is not by uh, just by itself is not a skill. Uh, there are a lot of sub skills stacked into it. For instance, you know, are you a hunter? Are you a farmer? Are you a account manager? Or are you the closer? You know, are you the person who who does a very good prospecting? You know, the the person who brings people to the table or that's so, there's so many that's just one layer that's just one layer and then and then you got the negotiating piece you got all the other but, but so, above yeah. and beyond that is also the industry and the domain um do these oh, people yes. trust you have you put enough currency into the work so that people so will listen to you so multi-dimensional that that's why today we are not talking about 
skills anymore. Okay, we're talking about capabilities because when you mm. layer skills, as well as uh, when you layer your, your skills over uh, these these different dimensions, okay, your region, your region, your product, your industry, your domain, it becomes a capability, and that's why yeah. we are moving right now for career agility. We're moving our conversation away from sk- just pure skills alone into capability building. Yeah, and please do not ever just have one word answers or two word answers. What's your skill? Project management. What's your skill? Selling. What's your skill? Communication. No, not good uh, enough. Context, good context, enough. context. Context counts. Yes. Yes. So that's what one of the things we want to share with you about because uh, it's it's a very common interview question, but it's an interview question where it's a genuine uh, probe. Okay, do you really what want to would you consider your greatest strengths? What would you consider a greatest strength? That's a very common interview question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you asking me? No, you're not, you're not asking oh, me. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not asking okay. you. I, because, if, I, I, because I was going to tell you, you about how, I, and how, I, how, I'm, how I'm growing pumpkins right pumpkins. now. Pumpkins. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Pumpkins. Yes. My greatest strength is being able to hand pollinate pumpkins uh, successfully. So anyway. And, and, and I'm just internally rolling my eyes right now because I'm uh, sure there's a very high demand for your ability to pollinate Pumpkins. pumpkins yeah i know yeah. right so oh well but uh, as i was saying uh as we were saying your skills are very very important and for those of you who yes. just joined us we are career agility international and my name is adrian and jens our co-founder and together we help individuals like you to enjoy a more sustainable career okay yes and and the third thing we want to recommend you look at is your reputation a lot of yeah. people focus so much on personal branding this personal branding that you know but they miss the the wood for the trees the forest for the trees and it's like what's that all meant to be you know it's it's not just about how likable you are it's yeah. more about your reputation in the market isn't it i think you need to put it all together uh branding is important um but the messaging um it has to be congruent with everything else mm-hmm. So if you just do the reputation part in isolation, again, that's not going to be healthy. It's got to fit into the overall strategy. It's got mm-hmm. to fit into what is required for your long-term vision. So again, with mm-hmm. a view to your future, uh, what are you looking to curate from there professionally mm-hmm. and not just personally? Yeah. So that's that's what I wanted to put out there. So you need to manage that because it, it doesn't take very much to destroy your reputation, does it? It doesn't. It's a, it could. It could be a. It's just a little mistake. You want to take the day off, and then you tell your boss, "I'm sick, and I've got COVID," and then they discover that you're you you were lying. Um, you were at Universal Studios with your kids, and the photograph because, came online because, because your kid somebody, posted on Instagram, not you. Your kid posted on Instagram, and you were like. Eh. It happens. It happens. Or sometimes you, or sometimes you get very emotional about someone's post, and you put a nasty comment, and that yeah. comment goes viral, and then and then the, the 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 trolls come back and they come after you, and they find out where you worked. That could damage your reputation significantly, and it's gone. You can't recover from that. That's true, and that's why uh, we have to be very mindful about our reputation because our reputation. Uh, it's an asset that we often take for granted. But if yes. you're able to grow your reputation, okay, opportunities come to you, not the yes. other way around. You don't run. But again, it's them. all it's all got to align properly first with um, your career then, strategy. You, yeah, with the strategy, yeah. and then you need to make sure you market yourself appropriately. Your skills, yeah, your your reputation, and I think uh, you know reputation on one hand, uh, you know at, at the low, it, I like to look at. It as a, as a ladder, okay? 
personal branding, yeah, it needs to be there. Yeah, fine. Uh, and then you move up to the professional branding. Okay, what you're capable of, what you can do for your peers, your bosses, your industry. That's even more important. And then after that, you build a reputation. I think the layer above the reputation is basically after you have run through your entire career and you've spent the, the next uh, 30 years, 40 years with that reputation. I think when you retire, your reputation becomes your legacy. It's what people remember you for. And mm, I think it's, so it's really important. I know I know I'm sounding very philosophical here. You, you but, do. Yeah. But I, so again, nice people remember yeah. you for what you've done, the good things and the bad, the achievements and the failures. But I think it's also um, I, um, let, let's, let's come back to Earth uh, And focus <laughs> on your credibility mm-hmm. um, I think that's really important As part of your reputation um, So there's, it, it, with that credibility You make things happen more effectively yes. Faster it's, it's, it's better So that's why um, seniority counts Because if you have built your reputation And your credibility to a certain level People hire you because you make things happen. Yeah. You're networking, you can mobilize your business mm-hmm. partners. Um, and that's something a lot of young executives maybe cannot do yet. So yeah. it is a major um, selling point, I think. So yes, that's yeah. why I insisted on having this as one of the many elements to highlight today. But there are many yeah. more. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for today, uh, this morning, I want to do a quick shout out to Mary. Hi, Mary. Good morning. How are you? Thanks Good morning, Mary. Yeah, always, always lovely to have you uh, on our show. In between and, slides. Uh, in between slides. So, good morning, wherever you are. And uh, I don't know if you're traveling. In between uh, slides. In between <laughs> flights, not slides. In between flights. <laughs> Mary, uh, always happy to have you on board. Okay, we should catch up soon as well. So, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that, was, that was very, that was, that was somewhat random. Okay, but I want to yeah. say to Mary because we appreciate our listeners as well. So, uh, that's nice. And and the final thing uh, we need, one of the other things we need to look at as well is your track record. What do you mean by this, your track record? Because you put it in here. Yeah, this is yes, your pet topic now. The, the thing about um, your career and everyone focuses on what I would consider the skin but you need to consider your vital organs. <laughs> and, and, and it's not enough to dress well. It's not enough to sing the right narratives because there are some people who tell a good story. Yeah. Um, but what comes out in the wash is your track record. So at yeah. the baseline, right, I think it's really important that you do good work. And that's so important. So if you've been hired to perform a function, you've got to make sure that you achieve your KPIs. You've got to make sure that you meet your, your your targets and that's really important so that that cannot cannot be um, you cannot let the take the foot off the pedal on that it's super important so if you if you want to have a claim to fame that says I'm good at sales I'm good at meeting my clients needs in the banking sector selling software then we need to see that you have a track record or that you've managed a specific um, account for a mm-hmm. decent number of years to show that there's been growth, obviously there'll be ups and downs, but that yeah. in the in the in the long the, uh, large scheme of things, it, it's it's uh, it's an upward trend. For example, that's really important. So, if you get hired based on just your ability to tell a good story, your your wonderful reputation and brand building, um, and then you get the job, and you're unable oh, you're to meet, it, it can be trouble. very dangerous. Yeah. You're in trouble. So let me ask you a question, Yen. So some people do fake their track records, like you know they go to the market 
and they go yes. like, oh no, I yeah, I know, I I I, I closed six, six six digit deal um, with this company. I had a uh, tell a story. I had a client uh, when I was recruiting a long time ago, and uh-huh. I think you may know this, right? As recruiters, we specialize in certain markets, and then we become um, very knowledgeable yeah. about the people. Yeah. We know, we know a lot about the movements and we sort of track the movements of the industry um, mm-hmm. as well as the people within there so that when there's a vacancy, we know. When someone's intending to hire, we know. So I've yeah. been working this market a long time and one of the clients, uh, one of the candidates I interviewed, um, he claimed uh, success in a particular deal. Oh. He, did not, he did not realize that I was... And, and it was bad luck for him because before I interviewed him, I interviewed... Um, three other people from this, not just the same company, but business partner companies as well. So I went, I've seen this story before. Uh, so because he came funny. to me and said, I was uh, I was the lead in charge of this, 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 and I closed this deal. So I asked him, I just needed to probe a little bit. And I didn't need to say, I don't believe you because that's not going to happen. Mm, yeah. I, I, I wore my not very nice hat and I started probing. A nasty what, hat. Not at all. I asked him, what do what you think were the... Stop interrupting me, Adrian. Okay, I, I, I asked, what what do you think was the success factor in helping you win this 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 opportunity? Mm-hmm. And he gave me some answer. Then I said, how long was the lead time from start to finish? Who were the others involved in this deal? Oh. And what do you think your input, uh, what was your input specifically in this deal? Okay. What was your role? else was involved and what was his response to, did he, did he, he take full he credit for it he couldn't really answer the rest of the questions because uh, i was asking him like what were the success factors what yeah. led to this deal so if you're looking at a large deal especially we're talking um you know million dollar type deals right yeah. or, or really large it's yeah. not a one-man show it's not yeah. a one-person yeah. job yeah. turns out he was just there to you know buy mooncakes and make sure you know account manage <laughs> generally a message center not to say that Look, okay, I'm not denigrating the fact that he was there to, to, to smooth things along, but he did not design, he did not architect. He was there to deliver, he was there to deliver the paperwork, so he was critical for the smooth for, for, for making sure that, pe- that, that the client um, knows that there's someone that they can turn to. So, but, so but, yes. You no, know, that's why BS can be yeah. sniffed out quite, quite clearly. Um, but uh, the, but the, I think you need to give, a... give credit to... to yeah. And, and you've got to tell the story accurately like i was responsible for managing the relationships i ensured that it was the point of contact um but i cannot claim that i closed the deal by myself yeah so so and and anyway um so so that's one thing (laughs) so so when when you are when you were saying just now that uh you know about your track record and uh when when you looked at a particular achievement and you get a lot of people claiming credit for it all saying comes to mind no uh, success has many success has many parents, but failure is an failure is an orphan. Every time, every time there's a deal a deal that closes, um, back where I came from, um, uh-huh. everyone yeah, everyone everyone takes credit for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's 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 okay. It's par for the course. Um, yeah. I think what's important is that you 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 create a track record, so it's not just a one-off deal. Mm. So there are many also there are many other um, salespeople who claim success, but only because the deal was already cooked for them. They just mm. needed to be there when they signed the contract, for example, and that's happened yeah. as well. And so when we look at one deal, it's not sufficient to say that's a track record. A track yeah. record is multiple deals 
over yeah. a number of years. Yeah. Um, and that's yes. your foundation yeah. for success. So again, and, and I, I guess and I like what you said. I like what you said. So I'm going to paraphrase you. Okay, sorry to jump in, perfect because because my memory is very short. So I'm going to forget it. It's basically a pattern of success. You're saying. Yes. It right, is. and and you're suggesting that because of this pattern of success, I can be successful in your company. I can do this Correct. for you, yeah. and for each of these deals, I can show you proof that I did it, proof irrefutable. Therefore, the deals are mine. Or uh, um, knows it, and I can do it for you as well. So it's about it's about um, a, a solid foundation. No one can take that away from you. Yeah. And another thing that I want to highlight here is that I think a lot of our clients that we meet take their track record for granted. So let's not talk about sales, which is very obvious. But there are yeah. a lot of other achievements that I feel our clients don't know how to sell. Like so again, like come to us. HR or something. Come to us and yeah. let us help you because uh, there are a lot of thankless jobs out there, thankless tasks, and mm-hmm. sometimes you overfocus on the amount of effort you spend building, say, your performance uh, performance management system. But the world doesn't really care about the effort. They just care that the performance system is there and it's running. So, yeah. how do you tell that story? How do you leverage your track record? Come yeah. to us and let us help you with Come the vocabulary. Yeah, and uh, you know, in in summary, what we're trying to say is this: um, don't look at the components in isolation. Uh, if you look at just your your CV alone, you look at your personal branding alone, it's not sufficient. You know, if you're looking at career success as a whole, you need to look at the big picture the big picture yeah and don't, don't just hire a physical trainer uh get a dietitian a therapist um and uh and an accountability buddy <laughs> yes that's right and, and best if you can find all road into one uh, <laughs> yeah. you wish right um no uh, yeah, life, 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 it's called, it's called chat gpt so. <laughs> um yeah chat gpt is yeah. not gonna keep you accountable no it's not gonna keep you accountable so uh but you know the point you're making here is this um don't don't major in the minus Okay, there are lots of elements you need to look at. There are elements that you didn't know that you didn't know even. And that's why yeah. we always say, you know, get help uh, from professionals. If you want to hit the gym, uh, yeah, you need to know how to use the equipment. You know, to need to know which action uh, works with works for which muscle groups. Yeah. And you know, that's interesting as well. One of the things I learned uh, where, when I first started going to the gym like about 15 years ago uh, is even, even, uh, even, Different directions of a particular movement uh, affects growth and development of different muscle yeah. groups. So, yeah. so it and how you and, breathe. Yeah, and so it's, it's, it is technical, you know. It's not like, hey, I go get the dumbbells. Yeah, no, I start whipping it up in the shape. I could injure myself. I've got, a, I've got a Pilates instructor and uh-huh. the exercises seem very easy. But then when you do it and you inhale and exhale at the appropriate time, you feel, mm. the, you feel the, the work done. Mm. Um, and, and just to share another personal story, I thought I knew about nutrition because there's a lot of information online. Oh, I, I I purchase certain supplements and then I just, you know, kind of heal myself or look for the things to feed my family and ensure that I'm doing the right thing because conventional yeah. wisdom's all online. And then I spoke to a nutritionist and I realized there's so much I didn't know. Yeah. So it, it sometimes just takes that one, one conversation. So yeah. um, that's what we're pushing today. We'd like for mm-hmm. you to, well, it's an offer. Um, yeah. Not trying to be overly salesy, but it's an offer. We have a career clinic, 
program. Uh, it's a one-time thing. So email us um, to info at careeragility.org and put career clinic in the subject line. Um, it's a it's a one price, one time. Maybe all you need is one session. Yeah. You may not need to buy a full you don't need a whole uh, program. You just program need with us. A just, just some point of view. Yeah. 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 So uh, come talk to us because uh, a lot of times that's, that's all you may need. Uh, and then you might discover that you actually need a lot more help than that. So, and then you, we can help oh, you, you, on go your off. And you could go off. Yeah, you could go off and go and find other, other people. Yeah. That's okay too. So, yeah. again, I, I'm trying not to work too hard, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what we're looking at. Uh, but you know, that's why you know, that's why we we filtered all that and let's just go at one session. And if we can session. send you on your way um, yeah. with some perspective, I think we've achieved our mm-hmm. goals. Yeah. Working so if you here. so if you have any career questions, no, in just drop us an email at info at creativity.org. We'll send you a link. Uh, it's a paid session, of course. Okay. Uh, because if it gets too complicated, then we really want to do a deeper dive. We want to spend more time with you. But what's really, really important is that we need to see uh, the big picture when it comes to your career. Don't, don't, don't be micro-focused. Don't be in the, in the weeds uh, looking at small little things. There's a big picture. And the big picture is basically, your, is your, are you working towards a sustainable career which has longevity? And are you enjoying what you're doing? Because if these are the two things you're not looking at, you need to come talk to us straight, straight away. Even bigger picture. An even bigger picture. What are you doing this weekend? Because it's the weekend. We <laughs> it's should enjoy. Weekend. Oh yeah, tell me about it. No, it's uh for, for me it's uh, uh I got oh, a lot of video. Mother's day. day, Adrian. Go go make sure you get something nice for paying. Oh we did we did last week already, and so you, it's okay. Huh? Last, last week. week. <laughs> this, cause this weekend I'm cheapskate, this is very expensive. Anyway, no, just kidding. Uh <laughs> no, 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 we did it we did it last week already, so it's really oh, nice. It was okay. nice. We went to the, we didn't we didn't like the crowd, so we did it last week. I and my mom and everyone else we came along. So That's that nice. was nice. Uh but this weekend a lot of video editing for me because I got a backlog of things to upload. So it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be listening to uh I'm gonna be listening to hours and hours of uh of of Steve Bartlett's uh diary of a CEO. Uh they yeah. very good content up there and uh, this guy they're interviewing now, uh Giles Yo, this uh, nutritionist who wrote the book Why Why Calories Don't Count. Okay. And, uh, it's really interesting what right, you're saying. Whatever so. floats your boat. All right. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the health thing as well. So, fun stuff. <laughs> How about you? What's, what's up for your weekend? Um, Elvin is busy, so I'm going to try and see if I can get a kid to go hiking with me. Ah, we'll oh, see. yeah. And I forgot. I forgot. This weekend, uh, I was, I'm supposed to make corn, corn, cornbread with uh, Mia as well. So. That'd be nice. That'd be fun. Okay. Lots of fun activities. All right. Thank you meantime, all uh, for listening. Yeah, once again, no, uh, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Uh, if you have any questions, drop us an email info at careeragility.org and uh, you know, have a great weekend ahead, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.